You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. This is Third Eye Talks, the podcast for the spiritual junkie. Welcome back, my spiritual people. I am going to talk to you today about Ho'oponopono. <laughs> Complicated uh, pronunciation, but very, very easy healing prayer. Uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about exactly what Ho'oponopono is, um, give you a brief overview of how to practice Ho'oponopono for healing your relationship with yourself and with others, and also um, uh, give you some exercises that you can potentially practice with Ho'oponopono. So what, what does Ho'oponopono actually stand for? Ho'oponopono is an ancient uh, Hawaiian healing prayer that uh, very loosely translated <laughs> means to bring into balance, uh, to, to bring things back into a balanced place. That is really what Ho'oponopono stands for. Now, I discovered Ho'oponopono um, through the same way that I discovered so many of the mystical aspects of life through my my first teacher, my mom. Uh, She was actually reading up on Ho'oponopono. And then she told me about it. Of course, I went on a deep dive all about it. And and I just thought, okay, well, this sounds really, really amazing. And you could tell from feedback from people who have used Ho'oponopono in the past exactly just how powerful it is. I urge you to do a super quick uh, search on Google just so you can read all about the things that Ho'oponopono has really been able to accomplish uh, when it comes to healing uh, some really, really incredible things. Um, so I came upon Ho'oponopono, like I said, through my mom, uh, but I didn't actually practice it and see its power until uh, I started to face a situation with my youngest son. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of that story and give you a little bit of background. For years before having children, I used to have this reoccurring dream where I would step into this house and I would find this child Um you know, probably anywhere from maybe a year to two years old. Um, and, and the child would have on a white onesie and the, this child was just mistreated, not mistreated, but, um, neglected, right. You could tell that, that the child had been getting fed and that, you know, for all intents and purposes, they were okay. But for example, their hair was dingy, their white onesie, the white onesie was always really dirty. And, um, and many times when I found this child, uh, and I would come into the house where they were, the child would say, you know, why did you leave me? Or why did you abandon me? Okay. Very, very sad reoccurring dream. And I had it for many years. So I used to think, oh, maybe, you know, it was something to do with my own inner child, or maybe it was one of my past life experiences. Maybe I had been neglected as a child. Who knows? I I thought many, many things about the dream, but really in the pit of my stomach, 
I felt like it was a child that I had abandoned in a past lifetime. I don't know why I got that feeling, but it was always like when the child was seeing me and telling me, why did you leave me? They were directing themselves at a past life version of me. And so um, fast forward, uh, I get pregnant with my first child and I think, oh man, here, you know, here may lie some of the answers (laughs) about this reoccurring dream. Um, And nothing, my, my oldest child was the most free spirited, independent, you know, just uh, I don't know, everything a parent could say the, a, a dream baby is all about, you know, he slept through the night, um, probably to uh, at about two weeks. Um, he was just really easy. We traveled with him. I could leave him in daycare and he, you know, he hardly cried. He was just a really easygoing child. So I thought, Ooh, all good. Fast forward again. And I get pregnant with um, Ezekiel, which is my youngest child. And Ezekiel's pregnancy from the beginning was a little bit tougher for me emotionally because he was the pregnancy that came after I had lost the pregnancy. So after I had a miscarriage. And so a lot of the initial um, the initial months of being pregnant with Ezekiel were really you know, they were nervous. It was a nervous time. I just thought, you know, what if I lose this baby? What if I can't have it? You know, that second baby that I really want, you know, I had all these feelings and anyone who has ever had trouble, you know, conceiving or has had miscarriages, you know what I'm talking about. There's just that fear. Um, and all you can dream about is about bringing your baby to full term and giving birth to that, to that, you know, to that child. So, um, difficult in terms of emotions. Um, and then fast forward, good, you know, the universe made my dream come true and gave me my, my second son, Ezekiel. And Ezekiel was so adorable, so sweet, and so attached. Okay. Very, very different from my first child. Ezekiel was what you can only describe as obsessed with, with me (laughs) and he didn't want anybody else. And he just, he was just, you know, wanted mom 24 seven. And I didn't see it as an issue until he started to get a little bit older. And I could tell that he wasn't getting any more independent than he had been, um, as, as a newborn. Um, and even more so that it was getting worse, his attachment. Um, as he began to get verbal and to vocalize, he would say things like, um, you know, don't leave me. Or, um, you know, I remember once he said, I don't, I don't want to live in the, in a world without my mother. Um, or he would, he, you know, he would start expressing fears like, are, you know, are you going to die or where are you going? And if, and if you go away, are you going to come back? Okay. A lot of those questions. And I just, I remember one, that distinct time when he said, I don't want to be in this world without you. Um, I just remember getting flashbacks to that dream and thinking to myself, well, here you are, the child in my dreams, the child who, I potentially abandoned in a past life. Here you are 
right? Coming back and telling me, you know, we're not going to repeat that cycle. <laughs> I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you get away this time. Um, and when I when I realized that about Ezekiel, and when I felt the two things tied together instinctively, it just came to me that at some point in a previous lifetime, I had left Ezekiel, and in this lifetime, Ezekiel came ready with that fear that he didn't want to be without me again. And so when I realized that, I remember talking to my mom about it. And my mom said, you should do Ho'oponopono and heal that that trauma between you and Ezekiel. And I started to practice Ho'oponopono. And sure enough, you could just feel the ease in him. Um, You could feel him feeling more confident. Um, It was easier to leave the house or leave his side. He just became much more confident and at ease. So that is the kind of effect. And and I became more at ease as well, knowing that he was feeling more peaceful about our situation. And I really started to feel like karmically, we were uh, uh, creating a lot of healing around a past situation. And so uh, Ho'oponopono can do that sort, can have that kind of impact in your life. If there is a relationship, which either karmically from past lives, you are still struggling with in this lifetime, or if there's a relationship in this lifetime that has caused you to feel terrible about yourself, or it's caused you guilt or shame um, in yourself, Ho'oponopono can help you, okay? So how exactly do we practice Ho'oponopono? It is actually simple. And isn't simple always the, the most common sense thing for fixing some of the most difficult situations? Here's how Ho'oponopono works. You repeat four phrases, four phrases, which I'm going to tell you right now, four phrases over and over and over. Okay. You repeat them to yourself. You can direct them at the other person as you watch them. Uh, You can practice it all on your own. Like I said, repeating it to yourself. What are the four phrases that make up Ho'oponopono? They are, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Okay. I'm going to say those again. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. You're going to repeat those four phrases over and over to yourself. And what I love so much about Ho'oponopono, now that you know what those four phrases are that you say, what makes Ho'oponopono really different is that it brings things back into balance by allowing us to take accountability for our part in a situation. So for example, in my, in my uh, healing and using Ho'oponopono with Ezekiel, I took accountability for anything that I might've done to him in a past lifetime. I asked for his forgiveness. I asked uh, that that he knew how thankful I was for him. I asked that he knew that I loved him and repeated to him that I loved him. Okay. So it brings the accountability to us. And that's how it brings, not that it brings the accountability to us, but it allows space 
for us to realize our part in every situation. And that's how it creates balance. A lot of times when we think about forgiveness, we think about what the other person did to us or what we did to the other person. And we see it as a one-sided kind of thing where one person made the mistake and the other person has to give the forgiveness. And in reality, what Ho'oponopono does is it allows it to be a two-part process, regardless of who was the person who inflicted the pain and who was the person who sustained the pain. It allows us to take accountability for our feelings about a situation. If someone hurt us, it allows us to, to take accountability for the feelings that we had about it. Okay, so that's really how Ho'oponopono helps to bring things back into, into an equal space because it helps us to say, I know my part. I know what part I might have played in that situation, whether through something I did to you in a past lifetime or how I contributed to the situation in this lifetime. Regardless, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. Now, that's when we're talking about healing with another person, but Ho'oponopono can also be something we use to heal ourselves, right? Especially when we feel guilt. For example, telling ourselves, I'm sorry, is so important because we we can ask for forgiveness of ourselves for what we didn't know at a time when we made a certain decision, right? Let's say somebody, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, is unfaithful in a relationship with somebody else. You may feel a lot of shame about the fact that you were unfaithful in that situation, but you did what you did at that time with what you knew. Using Ho'oponopono, you can tell yourself, you can forgive yourself. You can tell yourself that you still love yourself regardless of whatever mistakes you made. Okay. And you can remind yourself that you love yourself. So that is the way in which Ho'oponopono can help us heal ourselves. So what are we saying, essentially? I'm sorry for what I did. Please forgive me for making a decision based only on what I knew at that point. Okay? Thank you. Thank you for giving me the space to realize my part in the situation. And I love you. I love you regardless of what that situation was, okay? That's how we heal ourselves through Ho'oponopono. So Ho'oponopono can be something that we use, like I said, not just with other people and in our relationships with them, but in healing the relationships with our spirit self, okay? Uh, Another way in which uh, Ho'oponopono can really help you is if you're stuck in a situation where somebody is being particularly difficult in that moment, and, uh, and as I've said before, I use Ho'oponopono and I teach it to my clients and my clients always come back and tell me, you know, how much they love it and how, um, how, how crazy it is the way in which it can work right there in an on the spot situation. For example, I have a client and I can't say her name, obviously, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say her initial. Okay. Uh, Kay. Hi, Kay. If you're listening in, uh, Kay 
was at a uh, at the supermarket once and the the person who was ringing up her items at the register was being really really rude to her and she remembered ho'oponopono and started in her mind while looking at this person to repeat ho'oponopono directed at the at the person who was ringing up her items so she started in her mind I'm sorry please forgive me thank you I love you I'm sorry please forgive me thank you I love you and the person just became more and more pleasant with every repetition of the four phrases. And at our next session, she just came back and and said, I cannot believe what this thing just did. It just, it helped me feel more at ease in the situation. And by allowing myself some grace in that moment, the other person also felt that the desire to you know, calm down and to uh, to allow the situation overall to be more pleasant. So you can direct, and this is what I did with Ezekiel as well. Not only did I repeat Ho'oponopono to myself, but as my child played, as I saw him running around, sometimes as he was napping and I was watching him or, um, you know, as he was running, running around or playing on the couch, I would look at him and I would direct Ho'oponopono, the four phrases at him. So I would look at him and in silence, repeat to myself, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And it just, it really, really changed our dynamic and it changed my relationship um, with him and his, uh, his nervousness around my absence. So I have seen Ho'oponopono work for my clients in an incredible way. And I want you to try it for yourself. If you are in any sort of relationship with yourself or with someone else where healing is really necessary, where things have gotten difficult and where you really are still, um, really have the desire to heal that relationship with that other person, Ho'oponopono can help you. Okay. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Third Eye Talks. Please get uh, um, let me know how Ho'oponopono went for you. If it worked for you, if you have questions about it, uh, write to me, info at believeitlifecoaching.com or DM me, follow me on Instagram. I am at believeitcoach. DM me and let me know how Ho'oponopono is working for you. And I just want to tell you this in case you need to hear it. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Let's bring ourselves and our relationships back into a balanced, peaceful, and loving place. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information, believeitlifecoaching.com.